This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. You're listening to America's Off-Road Podcast. Brought to you by Off-Road Power Products. Fueled by enthusiasm, a passion for the outdoors, and a spirit of adventure, we drive the industry we love. go over what we need to recover kyle everything oh kyle's coming yeah we need to go get oh you were gonna need at least 14 snatch blocks and 37 winch extensions no we don't want to bring a shovel we're gonna we're gonna bring a d8 dozer yeah (laughs) (laughs) and seven chainsaws all right now to our awkward introduction of the podcast yeah do it hey everybody thanks for tuning in to america's off-road podcast um we are here with coop as always booyah and we've finally got ashford to hop in on another episode it's been mm-hmm. a minute it's mm-hmm. good to be back mm-hmm. and you can hear us on all of your favorite podcast places and while you're at it if you guys could take the time there's there's one thing i thought was really cool uh, we got some stats and I'm really excited about it. In the 22 episodes we released, statistics, statistics, which will be much more so. People once, listen. Once people listen to us. Eight over 8,000 of you have physically downloaded it, we'll which is it. awesome. So, big, big thank you for you guys' support. Um, this is something that we're doing, um, taking time out of our own days. We're not doing this like this is after hours. We're we enjoy talking about oh, it. We're enthusiasts. All, all passion driven. Like yeah. this is just just fun. Like sharing on. Some of the things that we've learned along the way, so maybe they help for you sure. Um, so thank you for all of you who are listening. Um, another thing that would help us out a ton is if you click that review button and give us a review. I'm not going to say give us a five star because I want you to be honest. And I think if you think we're one star worthy, you probably wouldn't be listening to the podcast. No, if you think we're one star worthy, <laughs> just don't give us a review. <laughs> so um, if you do hit that review button <laughs> and give us um, a good review on there, that definitely helps us out. This is just all organic and, like Cooper said, just purely enthusiast-driven. So um, with that being said, we've got a pretty awesome topic today. Did you introduce Ash? He's so quiet. I didn't yeah, hear yeah, anything. I did. I said, and we you finally said got Ashford, we got Ashford on board. with yeah. us. Oh, yeah, here, guys. Hey. I know. 
know. He's oh, been gone for so hey. long. Zashford. Zashford. He works for us. Yeah. <laughs> and and is uh, now answering phones and stuff for us, too. So there's a good yeah. chance you've probably talked to him if you yeah. haven't. Um, everyday mobility is our topic today, which is a good one. Um, we're going to cover Is this because I just turned 45 recently? Yeah. You forgetful. My everyday mobility is I, getting... This is got to stretch first, a little bit more. And I think it's the first episode where you're like, yeah, it's, I need glasses. I've got to wear my glasses. So people are probably like, who is that guy with... <laughs> no, keep them on. <laughs> no, the damage is done, Kyle. <laughs> so yeah did i just catch a snort in there <laughs> yeah, like, you did a, didn't you snort, a little snort all right you got me finally good job um everyday mobility so I, this is a really important topic ash was the one that actually brought this um topic this evening mm-hmm. and we're talking mm-hmm. about everything we carry in our rigs on a daily basis not when we're getting ready to go on a trip um this is stuff if you pull into our parking lot and you open our trucks what you're going to find i thought um, it would be a good topic just because it is you, we all go off roading, and we all mm-hmm. pack mm-hmm. additional gear when we specifically go out to tackle terrain. But what do I, you know, what do I have in my truck Monday through Friday when I drive to and from work? What can mm-hmm. you expect if you were to go, you know, pocket dump the truck, if you will? What would you find in there? Right. Ooh, I like it. This is like a your whole everyday carry thing. Instead of you personally, it's your rig. Yeah. And Instead of EDC, it's And EDI. we're limiting yeah. you to, you can pick one of your rigs. Otherwise, this will be a three-hour podcast. No, I'm, I'm going with my daily, my go-to, pumpkin. That's a very capable daily. It's rescued you a couple of times. Many times. I've also tried to follow it many times. No, don't do that. I think I... I think I even told you, do not follow me, Kyle, <laughs> about 30 seconds before your rear drive shaft said, bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm gone. Um, and it, it's an important topic for us up here uh, because in the Pacific Northwest, right, we get all four seasons. So yep. um, to touch ahead. on that, I think this is very important right now because of what's going on nationwide weather-wise. Oh, yeah. There's so Chaos. many people that have never – built out their loadout if you will i call it loadout or like your everyday carry instead of being edc on your personal body it's in your vehicle nobody really oh i shouldn't say nobody but there's a ton of people out there that are now experiencing weather and conditions that they've never expected or Mm -hmm. experienced before and if they had put in some prior planning and putting some of these components in the vehicle right they might have had a better day well let's let's be real even even for us like it's one of those things like until the season changes you're not really like I, I know it's always that that first snowfall and I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to remember to put these things back in my rig. Right. Right. Or if you live up where we do, it's like 101 day and 32 <laughs> and snowing the next. Yeah. <laughs> right. Very weird. And the thing I really like about this topic before we dive deep into it is um, it's not really pertains to just off road vehicles. I mean, you can listen to this and throw some in all of the rigs that you have you know my wife drives a ford edge at the time like i was clearly I was it's not an off-road vehicle so like <laughs> a lot of this st- <laughs> a lot of this stuff um pertains to to any vehicle in general and it's just going to help you out overall yeah i built the exact same again loadout if you will in my wife's rig her rav4 so a lot of the parts that i put in mine i just simply went out and bought duplicated double, duplicated yeah. it so yeah. that a lot of times when we go on road trips i take her car mm-hmm. just because it gets better fuel efficiency and we're not going off road so having a lot of those toolkits and recovery gear and things like that in her vehicle you know it's going to go a long ways if we're we're in that one rig i think that's the perfect place to start is recovery especially with the weather the way it is um so let's dive into um what we all carry for recovery purposes i'm excited to hear ash's build out let's hear it do it run it 
send I made it. notes just because I carry probably way too much in my vehicle. But <laughs> for recovery stuff, I, I just got one of the ARB recovery bags. Uh, I didn't one buy of the, it. Is it one of the ones we sell here? No. Oh, okay. I mean, we sell the bags, but it's not one of the pre-built kits. Oh, got you, got I just you. bought the recovery bag so that I could put all my recovery gear in it. Yeah. And then I have uh, a recovery strap, so it's going to be a snatch strap, uh, which is an ARB brand, mm-hmm. a tree, uh, tree strap or tree trunk protector, a tire repair kit, tire deflator, recovery hitch link, which not only works on my rig, but if I'm pulling out another vehicle in the snow, mud, what you know, whatever we might run into, right. uh, it'll work on their two-inch hitch as well. And then shackles or clevises, whatever you want to call them, soft shackles, things like that, um, all built into one little bag that fits perfectly behind my rear seat. And that's the cool thing with with the ARB stuff and most of the stuff you mentioned is it's it's pretty compact. Yeah. Like that, all, that's a lot of stuff, but this oh, is yeah. not taking up a ton of room in your no, vehicle at no, all. No, it's not. If I was going to go purposely off-road, we're going to go snow wheeling trip, I'd probably pack a lot more. Right. Um, you know, I'm going to have winch-related stuff and probably snatch blocks and more soft shackles, things like that. But for, you know, Monday through Friday, somebody ran off the side of the road, I can get them out type deal. That's a smaller bag that I can put everything in. I dig it. Yeah. Yep. Cooper. Pumpkin. That's all you carry? It's just for, your recovery gear? Or are we just going over just, recovery We're just talking no, recovery. Just me and a bag of recovery. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Not everything you carry. No, we're, we're like talking. Stuff you. <clears throat> yeah, when I was like, hey, we're going to dive into the topic of recovery. <laughs> oh, I see what I see what you did there. Everybody else did too. I'm pretty. I'm pretty simple. I'm pretty basic in pumpkin. Which, um, first of all, to, not to interrupt you, pumpkin is already like an absolutely incredible vehicle. Like, oh, it works. To good. be honest, there's yeah. not. It does more recovering than it being recovered. Yeah, it <laughs> it's it it works good. Um, I've already got my winch set up with the uh, bubbered up winch cable on it, the synthetic that has the soft shocker bolt into it, which is really nice but i have one of our quick throw it in the in the rig bags at all times i carry that with a 10 foot tree saver slash strap from arb and then uh four um bubble rope soft shackles i also have the clevis recovery uh unit i have yet to use it yet i haven't needed to um and uh that's the nice thing about our rigs is like yours you already have recovery points on it right yeah I, my Tacoma doesn't have a recovery point on the back, so that's what I'm going to end up using it for, and sure. I have used it there. But I find myself using that more on other people's rigs, another truck that doesn't have a recovery point, right. being able to put in a solid recovery point. Yeah, because, I mean, really, you start jumping into a lot of things when you start talking about, one, the location that you attach either to the rig you're pulling out or to your rig and how it's going to relate to how it moves that vehicle when you start pulling it. Right. The last thing you want to do is rip somebody's bumper off when you're trying to help them. Or or pull them into a situation that's worse than they were. Right. Which is why after the trip I had with you, mm-hmm. one thing I'm always going to keep in my truck is a snatch block. Yeah, that's snatch good. Block. Just because they're small, they don't take up a lot of room, and yeah. if you have to pull from a different angle or something. i got to bring it up. You, you guys see the video of the, like, it's like a Ford F one fifty being pulled in the snow. Yep. And they just pull them and it goes down the hill instead of Oh yeah. That's that's just sketchy. it. Like, like I'm sitting around. there and and that's like it's all these little things that we learn right that you don't think about. Like when you're pulling someone out of the ditch and say they're in reverse and they keep wanting to turn the wheel to turn the rear around. Well the rear's not gonna turn around. You need to turn the wheel 
in the directions that the tires drag you up on the road. Yep. So like all those all those little nuances that you don't know unless you've done that and been like, well, that didn't go like I had it in my head. <laughs> what do we need to do differently? <laughs> but yeah, I watched that Ford and I'm just like, God, sketchy. They pulled off of the driver's side of the front of it, which automatically forces it Swung to want to push downhill. Yep. Yeah. Instead of pulling <clears throat> off of the low side to pull it up and at least get the nose up. And really, that one was that one was tough. Like I it was, yeah. For me, it would have been a pain in the butt, but I think I would have wanted to snatch block up the hill and pull from Sideways. the rear because the rear was still up on the totally. road a little bit more. Yeah, and it happened quick, too. When oh, that yeah. truck broke free, it's yeah. gone. There's like, nothing you can oh, do. Yeah, it's gone. And if you're hooked up to it. You're going. Yeah. <laughs> Jump out. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other thing I have, and I've had them on my rig for, I don't know, three years now, is Max Tracks. Um, I think it's one of those things that, gets pushed a lot in the overlanding world but i'll tell you what they work they work and especially again if you're running into oh there's a car on the side of the road you throw max tracks under them that might get them out you don't even have to use your winch it takes 10 seconds and well there are a lot of aspects to that which are really good one liability yeah like if you're hooking something to their rig and you damage it yeah like better hope that person's real nice yeah so at the end of the day that's kind of nice to be like, hey, here you go. I'm going to talk you through right how you use them. Exactly. But those are those are one of those tools. Like there are a lot of little tricks and tips with that. And those are one of those tools that like I think a lot of people have them on their rig and that's great. But you really got to get out and use them so you understand. Right. Oh, okay. Well, <clears throat> that didn't work like I thought yeah. it would. I thought I'd just throw them under the tires and everything would be fine. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, there's there's a lot of skill actually involved in setting those things up and getting them to work the way that you would like them to. Yeah, and we that's kind of been our at least on this last trip we took was our the kind of rule of thumb if we got stuck, which I got stuck a lot. Oh, we learned the, a lot about max traps. The first thing max tracks like on that hop out, put the max tracks on. Like if yeah. they work great, if not, sure, plan B. Next well, and, and the cool thing mm-hmm. is, so you have a locker in the rear, right. and it's straight axle, so we know. The rear is actually in better shape than the front because totally. all, you, all your issues came came about from that. That snow was deep enough that it would lift the center of that front suspension right. and your tires would droop out to the point that you'd have no <laughs> no traction. Yeah. You're just like, cool, I just I took my, my rig and I slid it all up on top of the snow and it's not exactly. doing anything. So trying to figure out how we could get those max tracks to. And, and there were gr- I was more impressed with how good you could dig with them. Yeah. Like Shovel. you, you could yeah. you could start pulling stuff out <clears throat> from underneath the rig, so you could get the max tracks on it, and the and you can move a <clears throat> lot in one scoop. Oh yeah, which is rad, especially in the snow. Yeah, um, and the the other cool thing with the max tracks too for like smaller compact cars, we advertise them for UTVs, but they make a mini version that fit would fit anywhere underneath your seat in the right. trunk. I mean, if you got a small, lightweight car, yeah, um, get the minis. And sometimes it just takes a little bit. Yeah, like you've got all the load on one tire, but you got an open diff, and yep, and you just need to kind of move things around a little. Yeah, yeah. Max tracks are a good one for um, like first line of defense. So that's what you carry. That's all you carry. No, I've got. um, That's all he carries. Obviously, no one's mentioned it yet, which is surprising. But um, I think all of our rigs have them. Yeah, I know yours eventually will. But obviously, there's a winch. Oh, I mentioned it. Oh, you did. Okay, that's yeah. that's come in handy a lot. For I've me. had to use it for you a lot, <laughs> a lot. Um, <laughs> gloves. I, I got a similar thing like Cooper and Ash have, just like the ARB. We sell a um, ARB. We call it the Winter Recovery Kit. So it's like 
anything that we would want, we put in this kit. And mm-hmm. I've got something kind of like that in mind. So I've got, you know, my Max and AV gloves in there. So I've got two sets of gloves. So in case one gets wet and it's in the winter and freezing, I've got a dry set I can use for the next recovery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've got the receiver hitch like Ash does. That's a really awesome point that you brought out too. Being able to mount that on the back of somebody else's vehicle that has no recovery points right. um, is killer. So covers the basics that's, of a recovery. Yeah, there. I mean, that's just pretty having, much. You know, goes without saying. Have a recovery yeah. strap of some sort. <clears throat> well, I, um, I didn't. I didn't mention it because it wasn't in recovery. But like you, I have a, a two tire repair kits. Yeah, those one are the, awesome. The ARB one, and then the that other one, the plugger, which is. I guess Rad. I could have thrown that under tools. Yeah. I got a category here with tools. And then, well, and Ash just did a Tech Tuesday video on that, too. So if you guys are interested in checking out more information about the ARB Speedy Seal repair kit, which is awesome, um, go to our YouTube and check that out because Ash yeah. does a whole overview on little, it. Little known trick. Learned this one while I was out snow wheeling with the boys on the, the west side, and it was like, I don't know, single digits. Ooh. It was cold. Yikes. Um, if you got a little butane torch, those little – rope plugs oh you yeah. psh, 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 get them a Warm little them heat. up man they seal like that that's it's, awesome it is incredible yeah i would imagine those have a tougher time sealing when it's oh yeah when it's freezing. five degrees outside You're like oh wow that's cool <laughs> why is their air still coming we out? have 47 of them in in there <laughs> <laughs> that sucks <laughs> yeah those kits are pretty cool and they're inexpensive too they're like yeah off the top of my head i want to say like 43 or 47 bucks it's yeah. under 50 bucks right and it gives you everything you need to repair a tire shot of an air source so right you can plug a puncture um it also comes with other additional spare parts uh tire chuck or tire gauge mm-hmm. it comes with valve stems valve cores valve caps um kind of a no-brainer there it's pretty small compact package throw it under your seat or i throw mine behind my rear seat and i out of everything in my vehicle i bet you i've used that the most yeah yeah Yeah, those are slick um the other thing i carry too all the time and i've only and it again it goes kind of under the tools but it's all i've only used it for recovery is i've used my jumper cables to jump somebody's truck either in a parking lot or on the side of the road more times than i've ever had to use them on my own oh, vehicle. Really? <laughs> yeah i got so that i've in, always uh, always got those in my truck tool um, kit i guess we're transitioning to tools, tools yeah i like tools i got a shovel and an axe <laughs> <laughs> just a big old viking axe yeah basically <laughs> Yeah, no, no sometimes, hey, sometimes you never know when you're going to pillage. <laughs> you just got to be ready. You don't have, you don't carry hand tools in no, pocket? No, not a one. Jeez. This gets into, this gets into the, interesting, the, the other conversation about, okay, did I break because I carried all the extra weight? Right, right. So, yeah, I know I'm living on the edge. Right. It's interesting. I thought you I were a multi-tool. No, not even a multi. I got my pocket knife. Pocket knife, yeah. The same old pocket knife that every time he pulls out and cuts something, I need a new knife or I got to sharpen this thing. I got to sharpen this. (laughs) It's dull. I carry a complete tool kit. It's not like a big blown out of proportion kit, but it's one of the little packages, like cheap. Um, I'm going to put a big crescent wrench in there now. There you go. It's like a blow molded case that has all your, you know, arrangements of sockets and hand tools and the one screwdriver that has... 15 different bits and some basic stuff and it saved me a couple times like having a you know battery terminal come loose or something like that i'm not obviously going to do full repair on the trail but if it's something simple like a wiring issue or uh you know what have you then it's a basic little toolkit and i don't have much money into it if i lose a part right um, i'm I'm not going to be upset about it so i do carry a little toolkit and then along with that jumper cables yep uh, of course jumper cables 
Um, this one I shouldn't have to say, but you should have a jack and a way to remove your spare tire and put your spare tire on, mm. as well as a spline lug nut key if you don't already have that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. cool. This this is gonna <laughs> it's gonna go to Kyle. This is gonna this is gonna make everyone here go. What is wrong with him? I don't know that he should talk about telling anyone to do anything. I, put I that have in there. I have the spline lug nut key. Right, but I don't I don't have anything to. You don't have a tool to use. <laughs> oh, no. I no, I, t- I tell myself, like, every time, okay, well, you just go buy a dedicated breaker bar right. in the right size socket so you have it. I Which, I, it's cheap. I mean, that's the kind of thing, literally, wheeling tools, because so many people borrow them and use them and everything else. Wheeling and then tools, you never get them back. They're yeah. Harbor Freight. No, yeah. All mine yeah. are. Yeah. 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 Just so you don't have to worry about them walking off. I have a whole yep. set of tools and whatnot. Oh, yeah. That I carry when I'm like in the Ram trucks. Yeah, I have one of those big rolling bags. roll bags yeah. that has. It's basically like a whole toolbox just yeah. in a roll bag. Weighs 150 pounds. I'm not carrying that yeah, in my Jeep daily. Right. I'm gonna say like mm-hmm. mine's maybe at most 10 pounds. You might laugh at me, but I opened it up and I took the brightest orange spray paint and spray painted all oh, the no. sockets, everything in there. Great. So if I lose it or somebody yeah. takes it, I know that one's mine. Right pretty easy way to get your tools back it's just <laughs> yeah. to paint it which is like an old contract you should have done like hot right. pink or like a really something like a, nobody wants yeah nobody wants i'll be like oh my gosh what is this teal in my i don't box? i really need to reassess that because i don't even have it right i mean Here's, i have the factory jack <laughs> so that's what i was, I was gonna <laughs> for it won't even come up to the bottom of no if i stack enough rocks underneath it, it oh will. gosh that's sketchy i was gonna um, bring that up the factory surprisingly i don't know why so many people toss these out no the they were they work the factory scissor jack and the factory lug nut wrench is awesome. You know, granted, you didn't change your lug nuts to something different, but right. the factory tool kit I keep in my vehicle, and even the factory scissor jack, they are freaking powerful. I'll be they able to work. figure out how to make it work if I need to. I can already see, instead of Cooper trying to figure out how to get his jack to work, he will figure out a way to articulate the Jeep enough oh, to where that. it just hangs that tire, and then he's cool. Yeah. I've done that many times. I didn't used to carry when I when I was wheeling quite a bit. And I was on uh, 40s as well. I mm. wouldn't carry a jack because I'd just find something to drive right. on, whether it be a right. tree or a stump or something like that. Um, same in the motorcycle world. We don't find a, you know, we don't carry a stand. You find a log or something to throw the bike over. Right. What's what's cool and I think could be a solution for you, Cooper, um, our owner, Brian, has it in his truck, is that Boxo oh, yeah. tool Roll, bag, tool rolled, bag. T- rolling tool bag. It's like yeah. 47 pieces. It's all really good quality stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's small, and compact, and uh, super organized. But those are those are awesome too. We sell those the Boxwood toolbags. The the factory scissor lift. I keep thinking about that. On previous vehicles, I would take the factory scissor lift, and because it wouldn't work with an oversized tire, it wouldn't right. give you enough lift. I just took a light piece of boxing box tubing and welded, welded it to, to the, the bottom. bottom. Right, um, and it would give you enough. And those they're surprisingly lightweight. And again, those scissor lifts, little jacks, they actually work really well they lift a lot yeah and you can combine it with a power tool if you want to get the job yeah bingo yeah which speaking of tools another good one to have in we have them on all rigs are arb compressors oh yeah yeah i mean a plug kit is only as good as the air compressor you have to fill it back up after you let all the air out right and that's a little on the borderline of like Obviously, you're not going to put an ARB compressor in your my wife's why not? edge, but why not? I mean, I should. Kid, <laughs> kid, bike tires. You have an air compressor at the house, right? Like it, it's one of those things. Like I now that I've had it on a rig, and and this is a funny one because Brian, the owner, 
when I first started here, he had an air compressor and a huge air tank on his mega cab. Yeah. And I remember the exact moment I was like, why would you have that on there? <laughs> and uh, this was, you know, prior to getting so far into everything that I'm like, oh, well, you play with tire pressure all the time. And you do this and you do that. <laughs> and um, now like I would, it's like, rain sense wipers and auto headlights you know it's one right. of those things i i have to have it on every rig yep yeah they're rain awesome sense wipers yeah rain sense yeah they come on you don't even have to think about it speed up slow down you're like oh cool i can just drive oh. you know right. you don't have those no. oh toyota <laughs> <laughs> i got things he doesn't have <laughs> like a toolkit a warranty oh, a toolkit <laughs> a way to take off my spline <laughs> yeah my like my that. tires when they go flat <laughs> i've got this maybe i can just grab it with yeah my we're hand gonna we're gonna like <laughs> leave and be halfway out the parking lot and something's gonna happen i'm gonna be like hey ash it's not like you, have, you don't have a spare to, to put on though anyway so it's like no i don't carry a spare so it's kind of like i gotta figure it out tire repair kit and air compressor yeah you don't even I'll have to do uh, I mean, a lot of our rigs here have a, a fixed air compressor on the vehicle, but there's some good portable alternative ones. That are awesome portable too. ones. Um, yeah. Like ARB started taking oh, theirs and putting them in like a little Pelican, Pelican case. case. Yeah. It's killer. <clears throat> Jumper cable. It's just got the alligator clips. You go right to positive and negative. You can use it on any vehicle. I thought it was cool. You could take it from my truck and throw it in the wife's car on a road trip. Right. Right. And you're done. There was yeah, a guy, there was a guy on full size invasion last year that, that had that exact setup in his old K5. Or not K five old uh, square body Chevy and it was it was slick. Yeah, Dana used them on their um, JL on UA. Oh yeah, it was pretty. Yeah, slick that's setup. right. That was the first time I actually saw them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Those are yeah, those are way cool. Randall Spear, yeah. Rachel. All right. Yeah. What only, else we got? Only thing else I had on toolkit and my notes was uh, ratchet straps and bungee cords. I, don't, I use those all the time, strapping stuff down. I mm-hmm. pick up, you know. Right. Your wife's always asking you to pick something up, and you don't have ratchet straps in the truck. So I went ahead and thrown those in there, uh, threw those in there, and bungee cords. Use them for everything. Yeah. Pretty much everything. But that kind of wraps up my toolkit. So basic hand toolkit, uh, you know, jack, lug nut tool, jumper cables, right. all the basic roadside stuff that right. one should have Yeah. other than Cooper. Mm, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> not sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. I have a code reader. <laughs> that's a good one to have if you are tuned don't forget to keep it in your glove box because yeah. there's been several times <laughs> when i've been driving and it's like boom check engine light limp mode's coming and i'm like ah you guys get check Plopping engine lights through the, nope. the codes oh. sure don't <laughs> that was a Toyota joke sorry <laughs> <laughs> i got him um medical that's Maybe. a good one um we're big fans of the mimetic MyFac kits. Yeah, oh yeah. Which is the small first aid kits. I think we got them in our UTVs. We got a couple in our rigs. Yep. Um, and it's small, compact. You can mount it literally anywhere, but it has got so much stuff so in much. it compared to other first aid kits I've seen. I know you've seen them too, but yep. I mean. And the price point is It's like awesome. so perfect. And it's it's weird too because it's like a hundred and some odd dollars. They're they're really inexpensive, and you get the people that are like over a hundred dollars for first aid kits. Like, like you should look around at first aid kits. I mean, there's <laughs> stuff in there. If you run yeah. into somebody that has diabetes, there's stuff in there to treat diabetes. If somebody's low on their insulin, insulin, you can. There's all sorts of medications in there, along with the other typical stuff you'd see with medical kits. So, yeah. um, big fan of those. Huge. Um, 
took some medical training classes in the past, just being around kind of like the firearms industry and, and writing and things like that. Mm. And you are your own first responder when it yeah. comes to things. Yeah. So there is so many things that we do where we're so far off that if something were to happen, like you don't have time to wait for somebody. Don't skimp. I've experienced that firsthand many times. So um, Me too, that, in my corner. Yeah, Paul's <laughs> corner. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to fix you there. No. No. That's just uh, a lack of talent. Yeah. <laughs> that cannot be fixed. Um, I, I carry an IFAC or individual first aid kit, uh, which is kind of hemorrhage control, um, cat tourniquets, quick clot, uh, combat gauze, chest seals, just about anything you could imagine. Mm-hmm. And it's not really a big package. I mean, we're talking like maybe, I don't know, 10 inches wide, maybe five inches tall. So it's a small package that comes with all those components. Um, and then along with that, I carry what I call a boo-boo kit. Um, if you have Band-aids kids and things like and that, things like that, boo-boo kit. With Band-aids. dinosaurs? Dinosaurs on them? What, um, what do you got on no. the Band-Aids? Well, the kids like a little bit of everything. Usually. Dora? No. Is it Dora? Dora? No. I'm drawing a blank right now. It'll come. SpongeBob. No. <laughs> More modern kids, like more modern. Oh, like yeah. um, they're not cool like SpongeBob. They're PJ Masks. Yeah, there you go. PJ Masks or yeah. uh, what are those? <laughs> I know I didn't know that. Yeah. Netflix has got anything for kids these days. <laughs> Super Cat <laughs> Speed. <laughs> we just squirreled big time. <laughs> <We> just, <laughs> I digress. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, Boo Boo Kit. Yeah, just your basic first aid stuff. Um, your basic meds, uh, ibuprofen, things like that. Yep. Um, so that's another one. I, I probably dip it, dip into that or dig into that kit more than anything else just because the kids are always getting <coughs> scrapes and things like that. So um, pretty small, compact, inexpensive, something that I think we should all have in our vehicle. Chances are you're going to experience some sort of car crash or come across a car ch- crash in your lifetime or especially mm. being off-road hopefully, a rollover. Hopefully not. Those aren't fun. Yeah, no. But off-road, rollovers, yeah, you know, side by side crashes, things like that, they happen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the the other thing I like about this kind of entire topic too, and I'm I'm always hitting it home um, on my videos personally, but um, it gives you the opportunity to help somebody else in need. You know, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, it's nice to have it, and you can leave home, and you're like, yep, I'm I'm not going to need it, but I have it, and chances are, you know, there's a good possibility you're going to end up having to use it on somebody else. You know, if they need it, so it makes just, me feel good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, well, so more yeah. secure. And really, if you're going to go backcountry, it's all about security. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so 100%. If you want to get out and really explore the areas that people don't normally get, you're going to have to go further, which means you're that much further away from any support should things go wrong. So yeah, the better uh, the better prepared you are, the better uh, that trip will be. Yep. I agree 100%. Kind of yeah. wraps up me- medical. Um, I also got clothing on there. Yeah. Clothing, I always throw a spare coat. I mean, everybody's got an old coat that we don't wear anymore. Totally. I shove it under my driver's seat, um, whether it be the wife using it when she's cold or me having to change a tire and throwing on an, a, you know, an extra coat. I think that should be in our rigs, especially for those like Texas right now. They probably never experienced winter before, and now they <laughs> oh, got smokes. snow, and they're stranded and Ooh-wee. on the side of the road, and you don't have coats. You don't have anything. Right. Yeah. Put a coat in your rig. Um, I got coat, gloves, beanie, socks. Yeah. Um, pretty much can get by with that yep yeah i got i got an extra pair of gloves i got an extra pair of uh i got a, a jacket and then um god i can't remember the name of them you put them on around your ankles oh like the gator thing gators yeah, yeah. those yeah. things and a are good, killer good set of gators yeah those are just because awesome. well i tend to 
trek through snow. Yeah, you got to get out of the rig to help Kyle get unstuck. (laughs) And you're like, Cooper goes on the trail dressed like he's never going to have to step foot outside of his vehicle. Nope. (laughs) Because he won't. And we made it, oh gosh, I don't know, on this trip, not even... 20 yards into and the, you're, the you're trail already like, and I'm already like Cooper <laughs> he's in shorts and flip flops Cooper, awesome. Cooper comes prepared like, seriously if I'm seriously, behind that him. was this was like easy <laughs> the amount of backing up on the trail I did that day was insane yeah. <laughs> I did probably as much of the trail in reverse as I did forward <laughs> it's because I'd be like no we can get we can where'd get he, unstuck where'd, we can get where'd unstuck. Cal go <laughs> I know he has a radio. I told him to call me on it if he gets slowed down. Are you I got stuck? Nothing. Yeah, nah. Yeah, we're stuck. I'm 1.5 miles in front of you right now. <laughs> I'll see you in 20 minutes. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So you brought up radio. Uh, I think that covers clothing. You guys carry anything else? No, that's. I've got a nice warm jacket and beanie as well. Uh, my, my, my garment. I was gonna. That thing's gonna jump killer. Into, uh, that so that really is, stuff. I think, in my opinion, absolutely worth the money. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, if cool. you're gonna go backcountry, you should have a way to at least share your location or communicate. Right. You're talking about an inreach. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, those are cool. I was gonna dive into miscellaneous stuff that I was at lunch today. I just kind of like took a peek through my rig and stuff that might not fall under one of these categories, but I have it in there regardless. One, uh, I had a VHF. UHF radio or if you had an in-range right. some other form of communication mm-hmm. um, so I think that would be maybe not a necessity but I I put that right up there at the top right. really I mean obviously well, I don't I don't carry tools <laughs> <laughs> but I have a way to call people and tell them I don't have tools <laughs> so that I mean that brings up a good point too because you're not always you know if you do a road trip you could be stuck in the middle of nowhere two in the morning on the side of the highway and you're probably not going to have cell phone service. And nope. if it's something serious that you need help, you know, an alternate form of communication rather than relying on the cellulars, ter- terrible 5G network. Or a lack have. thereof. Yeah. Fake LTEs all over the place. Um, at least that gives you the option of, like, some sort of out. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I carry, uh, you know, a VHF, VHF, UHF radio. I would like to pick up an inReach. That's right. definitely on the, on the ticket. I think that would be a better option. I'm really looking forward to Starlink. Starlink. <laughs> yeah. The satellite based internet that Elon Musk is coming out with. I want it in my rig. Starlink. How do I get that in my truck? In my vehicle. I want to be mobile with it. Uh, oh, that's awesome. So, other than <laughs> communication, uh, I, I feel like this is a must, but maps. I carry maps in my, my vehicle. Oh, yeah. I carry, I just, you know, one of the big atlases that you can buy for. I bought them for all the local states, so I got it like Washington, Idaho, Oregon, mm. and I think Montana. Rand yeah. McNally. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Those yeah, are great. As a tier. And they have really nice ones now, not like the kind that when I was a kid, you'd you'd open them up and they would never go back the same way. Right. You're like, God, I really hope I can fold this thing back right <laughs> now. They're like laminated. Right. I got like the one that has like multiple pages. Yeah. I like those ones. Uh, They're you, like a book. Yeah. Yeah. yeah laminated. Just go you to could, the page that is like the county that you're in and mm-hmm. uh, it gives you pretty good detail um maps or some maps or if you got the app onyx, onyx off-road i had that on there <clears throat> onyx off-road pre-download it before you go if you're getting backcountry yeah and you know the area that you're going in for sure mm-hmm. i'm really i'm really hoping that maybe they watch this hopefully you guys watch this at onyx and uh you come out with a device. It can be your own Onyx device that already has 
everything on it. That'd be pretty cool. Even if it was regional, like like, like Northwest region. Was doing. Yes, mm-hmm. where you just plug in a SD card and you have the whole region already downloaded. That would be cool. That'd be killer. Well, and doesn't does your no, Jeep so you have? Don't, you don't have to have online services. Correct. Like it was just. Yep, it's all there, all on the card. I dig that. That'd be cool. And a lot of vehicles now just already have SD card slots, right? Tucked away in like the glove oh, box and stuff. You use just the factory. Use your factory screen. Oh yeah, that would be. That's oh, we genius. just came up. We just million dollar idea. That's a big. Onyx deal. needs to come up with an app that is vehicle. Um, it it works with vehicles. So like on Apple AirPlay and all that right. stuff, you can. Pull it up is one of the set apps it's like that a downloadable you can use. app. Yeah, in the vehicle. Oh, done. Million done. dollar idea. I like it. <clears throat> what else you got? After? Road hunting Road. at a whole new level. <laughs> oh, shoot, <laughs> I got all kinds of random stuff in there. Uh, rags and towels. Um, I always like st- stupid stuff. Spill coffee, or yeah, you have yeah. to check oil or check mm-hmm. fluids or something mm-hmm. like I that. Keep so. Baby wipes. I was gonna. I have that in there. Oh, baby that wipes a, are. Is like, that a Toyota thing? Checking the oil. <laughs> uh, every 10,000 miles, you can check it, yeah. <laughs> baby wipes. Yeah. yeah the baby wipes. They the clean up everything. Those yep. are the best. They're awesome for mm-hmm. leather. Mm-hmm. They, they which, work well. Which brings up toilet paper. Oh, you should always. That's in that better to have and not need than need and not have category. <laughs> we ran into a lot of those items on our last trip. For sure. Toilet Where's paper. The mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, yeah. Did you bring toilet paper? Oh. I I did, but I wasn't sharing. <laughs> it was what, twenty dollars a square yeah. is what you offered? <laughs> That's about what it was uh, mid COVID, wasn't it? Yeah, right. Probably. If you could find it. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I got spare batteries um for like my headlamp that I keep in my glove box, keep a headlamp or a flashlight. A lot of stuff I don't I try not to have um contingency plans, if you will, because I already have a lot of components on me like my edc i always carry a flashlight and a knife so i don't necessarily have to carry an additional one because every time i leave my door i got a flashlight and a knife on me yeah i Um, i have a flashlight too it's funny all these little things i don't think about it just because i like always have it right i have my my throw bag my basic backpack yeah it's got an extra t-shirt in it you know whatnot and all that gear and a flashlight yeah and a headlamp headlamp um i threw some some things that i believe spoke in International Airport. airport on, no. oh, I found my 13 millimeter ratcheting end wrench in there. That was an awesome find. They took that. No, they no, didn't they take that. They took his They took my really nice titanium camping silverware. Oh, lovely. I'm really bitter about that one. <laughs> like, what am I going to do with a spoon, guy? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm not going to find out. <laughs> on that note, if you are like Cooper and have kind of a go everywhere bag, have a go everywhere bag for your vehicle and a fly bag. Yeah, so it's going to save you a lot of time with the TSA. <laughs> just wait. I mean, unless you enjoy that. <laughs> Did I pull all my ammo out? Like, yeah. How many times have you said that while we're oh waiting? Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, every yeah. time. <laughs> I carry one of those. <laughs> it's like uh, the backpacks that have strings on them that are just. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know what you're talking like about. You literally roll it up in the size of your fist. Yeah. You carry one of those. I've actually used it a lot of times because we always end up going hiking and the kids got to carry like 10,000 things. Right. So I end up using one of these little portable backpacks. Yep. Uh, spare dog leash for my dog or dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, water bottles. I, th- I fill up my back doors. That's a great idea. Cameron, if you're watching this. Yeah. <laughs> Which chances are you are. <laughs> Hydration's a big one. <laughs> 
He's never going to go away. Never. It's never. Spare water. Such a good story. And then additionally to that, I guess kind of wrap this one up if you guys don't have other things, is I carry – you guys probably don't, but I carry uh, what I call a 72-hour bag, which is pretty much a backpacking backpack. It's pretty compact, something that you'd go on a day hike, like a day hike pack. And I I call it a 72-hour bag, and I throw – just about anything that I would need for me or lady or kids to live for 72 so hours. So like food and, and whatnot, spare rations, that kind rations, of stuff. Rations, fire starting, mm-hmm. yeah. water purification. I carry a life straw, uh, spare knife, uh, spare pistol mags because I always have a pistol on me. I carry an algae bottle with a lot of stuff stuffed inside of it. Um, it's I wouldn't call it a bug out bag because it's not quite that. I don't have, you know camping gear and things like that in it but right the emergency stuff that you could totally get by like if you got stranded on the side of the road and you needed to start a fire or you needed um you know water you needed some basic food to get you by for a day or two yeah i carry it in that bag and the nice thing about that bag i just took some kind of portable glorified ziploc bags and i put a lot of the stuff that i wouldn't use while hiking in those bags mm-hmm. and then when i do go hiking i just simply pull that bag and leave it on the seat yeah sure. and i have a day backpack while we hike um that has those basic things you know water purification fire starter and your basic stuff paracord paracord knife and then when i'm in the vehicle i just put that bag back in the main backpack and i have everything i need there you go bingo yeah. i dig it yeah That's smart i i have a way to start <clears throat> a fire yep that as well gasoline and battery no, I got we got we sell those really cool little lighters. Oh, little tech lighters, yeah. Yep. I carry one of those. Look like a taser. Yeah. <laughs> it probably works up. like we should try that. We did on it hurts. one of our employees. Yeah. Mm. Dustin. Dustin, yeah. Good. It Dustin only took a dollar it. and he tried it. Jid Dustin. And mm. no one else wanted to try it afterwards. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> well That's everything. There's a lot of stuff there. But Yeah, we're probably actually missing a lot of things. I'm sure we are. We are. And and if you do it right, the the nice thing about all the stuff is, <clears throat> I think we've mentioned this a couple times, it's all compact. We, I mean, pack as much stuff as you can bring, but also keep it as compact as you can. Because, again, this is stuff we keep in our rigs every day. Um, and uh, it's always good to go prepared. Oh, I have I have rescued many of my neighbors that watched the Subaru ads and believed it. <laughs> out where I, I live in the middle of nowhere. <clears throat> out, of, out of the ditches. Right. Yeah, with their street tires. <laughs> yeah. I think but the commercial said important one more so it came to mind because of everything that's going on right now with, oh, yeah. with yeah. weather and this is probably going to be a delayed podcast but uh you know that said you never know when things might turn no for example you know currently the weather in the midwest or the fires that hit california and you're stranded in your vehicle and you can't get out right or in the northwest up here where we get a boatload of snow and you pop a tire and you're stuck without cell service or a spare or a, spare, or a jack or, or a tools. tool or tools. yeah so yep. some stuff that you can <laughs> listen to this podcast, put some kit notes together, go out, buy some parts and pieces, and, you know, complete your loadout for your vehicle and uh, go prepare it. Yeah. It's kind, of a, it's kind of a nice feeling, you know, when you know your rig is set up a certain way. You yeah. You just go, all right. Hop in. <clears throat> all I need to do is grab some bottled water and hop in. Good to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that was perfect timing. That was great. Good. <laughs> uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Hopefully you took away um, some tips and tricks from this episode. And as always, we appreciate you guys watching. Um, 
all the podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, SoundCloud. Give us a review. Five stars. We'd love it and appreciate it. Shoot me a picture of your review, and maybe I will send you something nice oh, in the mail. Oh, snap. We got some sweet podcast shirts. We got some hats. Maybe it'll even be a cup. I don't know. Uh, you won't know unless you leave us a review. So, again, thank you to everyone listening and watching, and we will see you next time on America's Off-Road if Podcast. If you have any questions. Oh, good uh, one. As well. See, his we have not forgetful. Look at him. Yeah. Uh, podcast at offroadpowerproducts.com. That's where you'll send your screenshot to your reviews. Do your review, take a picture, send it to podcast at offroadpowerproducts.com. Or if you have a question uh, about a future topic or you would like us to talk about something, shoot us an email, and we will cover it on America's Off-Road Podcast. Booyah. See you guys.